0: Abandoned all stations of the Pony Express Overgrown trails through the Wild West Mustangs are grazing along suburban streets
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Nevada Magazine, the talk radio show. I am Carrie, Circulation Manager and Customer Service. If you don't know about Nevada Magazine, give me a call. I'll get you one sent out, get you set up with a subscription, or or, uh, send you out one of our historical Nevada books, which is celebrating Nevada's sesquicentennial, which is the 150th anniversary. You can reach me at 775-687-0610, 775-687-0610, or for anybody else out there a little further o- further away listening, you can call me toll-free at 855-729-7117, or of course visit nevadamagazine.com, or email me, I'm carrie, C-A-R-R-I-E, at nevadamagazine.com. So, uh, as always, we've got a great show. Today we've got... Um, some fantastic women from the Nevada Arts Council and we're going to just go ahead and jump right into the show because we have so much to talk about and so many great opportunities for all of the communities throughout Nevada. We're going to start out with Ann Libby. Ann is the grants program and ADA program coordinator for Nevada Arts Council and she's got some important deadlines to tell us about. So Ann, welcome. Thank you for being here.
2: Thank you, Carrie.
1: So tell us a little bit about your job position real quick, and then what do you got coming up?
2: So I am in charge of all of the grant programs that we have at the Nevada Arts Council. We offer grants to arts organizations, nonprofit organizations who are not arts organizations, but doing arts projects. to government entities, to uh, any pretty much anything except a for-profit organization. We also provide grants to individuals, and we have our big grants for fiscal year 15, starting July 1st of this year. Uh, those are due March 12th, so that is coming up quickly. But everything's online; it's a pretty simple system. Uh, we do offer a um, organizational support grant, and that is for nonprofit arts organizations, and that covers uh, 4000 to $30,000 uh, for a request, and uh, that that's for an all-year operational support grant, and we also have a project grant that's up to $6,500, and that's for organizations that maybe aren't arts-oriented but are doing an arts project that's related to their mission, and then we also have the arts learning project Uh, grant, that's up to $7,500, and that is for um, all arts learning, uh, education, programming for arts organizations or non-arts organizations.
1: So the deadline's coming up. Tell us the deadline again for (coughs) those grants. It's
2: March 12th at 5 p.m.
1: Okay, and you said that people can find information (coughs) online. So can you tell us where exactly they're going to find that?
2: Yes. Uh, You can go to our website at the Nevada Arts Council, which is N as in Nevada, AC.nevataculture.org. The Nevada is all spelled out. And uh, on the left hand side, there's a, a symbol that says Go. That'll take you directly to our Grants Online system. We also have up at the top, you can hit Grants or Publications. And that will take you to the grant guidelines, which will tell you everything you need to know about our grants.
1: Great. So it sounds like a really terrific resource. If you're out there and you have anything to do with arts in our communities throughout Nevada, be sure to check out Nevada Arts Council website. Again, that's nac.nevadaculture.org. And that NAC, NAC part might throw you off. You can always just Google Nevada Arts Council and it'll pop right up for you. And like um, like Ann said, just hit that go button and you're ready to go. So be sure to get that taken care of before March 12th, which is the deadline.
2: Yes, absolutely. And you can always call me for any assistance that you need. And my number is 775-687-7102. Perfect. Well, thank
1: you so much, Anne, for being here and for getting the word out about those deadlines and all of the grants available. Um, It sounds like you really are, uh, like I said, a great resource for the arts community. So thank you for that. I think we definitely need that. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. So along with Anne, um, (gasps) we have... Mary Works Covington, she is the Community Arts Development Program Coordinator for Nevada Arts Council, works right there in the same building as as Ann at the Nevada Arts Council, and um, Mary has some great information to talk about meetings throughout, throughout the state to talk about um, arts, so Mary, welcome, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Carrie. This is a great opportunity. Yeah, it's it's nice. Uh, we are in the same same department as a state agency, and so it's nice to get to know these these ladies and help them with their cause, and and help all of you readers um, learn. Or sorry, readers, <laughs> a magazine person. I, I've got that in my brain, but now we're radio too. So all of you listeners, um, share this information with you. So, um, Mary, can you tell us about the Community Arts Development Program?
3: Um, yeah, what we do is. Um, we work with arts organizations throughout the state to help them stabilize their organizations and help them achieve their missions in programming, uh, working with their communities. And we do that in a number of ways. We provide professional development grants uh, for people who want to go outside of the state or sometimes in the state to to um, enhance their own opportunities and their own learning. We also uh, have, We do a strategic planning process and we go and hold Art town meetings throughout the state, which is what we're doing right now. We have a consultant program, Nevada Circuit Riders. So if there's an organization that um, needs some help in developing uh, their board or uh, coming up with a strategic plan or fundraising, we have uh, consultants on our roster that come in and work with that organization and work with their staff and their board to help strengthen that organization. And... Um, we also do workshops and we do conferences and convenings throughout the year and those are some of the the programs that we work on
1: so if you're out there and you're listening and you have anything to do with arts in your community and you haven't already connected with the Nevada Arts Council be sure to check out their website get in touch with these ladies they really can be in, in, in getting your arts program even bigger and better and stronger than what it currently is Uh, Again, the website is nac.nevadaculture.org. And Mary, you mentioned briefly the meetings that are going on right now, or or that are about to happen. What are they called and what are they?
3: Well, we are launching part of our strategic planning process right now. And there's several different components. And one of the things that we do is um, we go throughout the state and we hold Town meetings in different communities. And we get an opportunity to have um, ha- hear from all the different constituents in that community. I mean, anybody who's interested, whether it's educators, parents, uh, students, elected officials, uh, artists, arts organizations, business people, we invite everybody to come to these Arts Town meetings and let us know what is happening in your community, what is really strong in the arts, what's working what are some of your limitations and challenges and what are some ways that the Nevada Arts Council can help you to achieve what your vision is of a culturally rich community and that's part of our strategic planning process there's a couple different components the other one is an online survey that we're about to launch and anybody can take that online survey and if you don't have access to the internet uh, please give us a call in the office and we can get you a hard copy. And I will be bringing um, hard copies to all of the meetings that we're about to to start. Our, our first meeting is coming up in Silver City on Tuesday, February 11th uh, from 530 to 8. And then the next one after that is going to be in Hawthorne on Tuesday, February 18th then we go to Fernley in Carson City. Reno is going to be Thursday March 20th from 9 to 11 a.m. at McKinley Arts and Culture Center. And then we travel out to Austin, um, Eureka, Ely, Winnemucca, Elko, and Las Vegas. So it's an incredible opportunity not only for you know, me to get to know people and to hear, but for our staff and, and our board members to be on the ground and hear what people's thoughts are and help them to know about some of our programs and what we have to offer.
1: I like that you've kind of got them distributed throughout the whole state so that if anyone in a community that you aren't going to is interested they can they can travel fairly close to one of these communities to be a part of the, the um the the meetings because they even if they're not talking about Austin, Nevada or Eureka, Nevada if they're talking about somewhere close it's still it all wraps together and and makes a difference and and their their um, their interests and and their needs and desires are just as important as the actual host community so so if you're out there and your name of the name of your town is not on this list consider going to one of the other meetings to to have your have your voice heard um So, it sounds like you've got a lot planned and a lot going on. Um, Can you tell our listeners where the survey is? Um, The survey will be available
3: online at nac.nevadaculture.org, and there'll be a little button. You can say, take the survey, and you can take it live right there. It's also available for the first time this year in Spanish, and um, that will also be launched shortly. (laughs) I'm working on it every day. (laughs) And um, so that's it. That's an exciting. Um, you know, we're excited to hear what people have to say. And there's, there's, there's this, a whole series of questions. But there's, you can take it as an artist. You can take it as an arts organization. Both. If you're an educator, a parent, um, from that perspective, uh, just general from the point of view of the general public, uh, elected officials. It's this. It's one survey, and um, and it's a. There's also comment fields, so you can add additional information, and we really use that information in our strategic planning process and in our write-up that we do for the National Endowment for the Arts.
1: Great. So now is the time to have your voice heard as far as the Nevada Arts Council goes. They are planning to move forward, and they want to know what you think and what you what you would like to see. Uh, take that survey at Nevada Arts Council's website. It's nac.nevadaculture.org and we will be back after this commercial break to discuss more of the Nevada Arts Council.
4: Hi, this is Eddie Floyd of AM News. Let me tell you about a friend of mine. His name is Al Giordano and let me tell you, he spent the majority of his adult life and studied missions in the great state of California. Father Sarah was the one who founded the first nine of the 21 original missions in the state of California. He's got a book out. It's all about these missions. It is one of the most beautiful coffee table books for only $29.75 I've ever seen in my entire life. If you'd like to check it out, then you can get a hold of Al Giordano by simply sending Al an email at Genoa that's G-E-N-O-A Al all one word Genoa Al at Yahoo.com and tell him to send you some beautiful pictures and information about his book. You can also write to Best Publishers, that's P.O. Box, 3673 Carmel, California, 93921. Get a hold of Al. Take a look at this beautiful book all about Padre Serra. I can sign
5: furniture. It's the easy way to sell. Smart way to buy.
6: Sales at Consign Furniture have been great, but we're always striving to find better ways to serve you. Our second truck has made it fast and convenient to pick up the items you want to sell or deliver the items you've purchased. At Consign Furniture, it's safe and simple. We do all the heavy lifting, pricing, and selling for you. All you need to do is sit back and relax. It's easy. Either come by our showroom located on Market Street in Reno, call us at 824-0222, or visit us at consignfurniturenow.com. Let Consign Furniture take the guesswork out of buying or selling your furniture or household items. Consign Furniture, the largest consignment store in Northern Nevada. And remember, pickup is always free.
5: At Consign Furniture,
0: it's the easy way to sell,
5: smart way to buy. Need to move a busload of people and do it safely, timely, and reliably? Call Reno Tahoe Limo. Want to take the girls on a day trip to the wine country? Call Reno Tahoe Limo. Got relatives coming in and you need to get them from the airport to Lake Tahoe? Call Reno Tahoe Limo. Planning a big event and maybe you need to transport a large group of people all at once? Call Reno Tahoe Limo. Reno Tahoe Limo is your one-stop full-service transportation company offering a large fleet of luxury vehicles including town cars, vans, SUVs, limousines, minibuses, and limo buses from Melco to Frisco and Reno to Vegas. If you've got a large group of people to move from one to several hundred then call Reno Tahoe Limo to get the job done promptly, efficiently, comfortably, and most importantly, safely. Our drivers are courteous, clean, knowledgeable, and above all, safe. We specialize in ski trips, airport transfers, conventions, special occasions, and anytime you need quality transportation for you or your guests. Visit our website at renotaholimo.com or call us for a quote at 348-0868. That's 348-0868. Reno Tahoe Limo, your one-stop, full-service transportation company.
0: Once dug out by candlelight Robbers and wranglers and gamblers at night Old iron horses bursting with steam Jump from the pages in
1: Nevada magazine That's right. Folks, if you are not a subscriber of Nevada magazine you've got to get your hands on a copy these stories and these uh, places that you can visit and these things that you can do really do jump out of the pages of Nevada magazine just like James Lee Reeves saying to you just now uh, our very own Nevada magazine radio uh, Nevada magazine song created specifically Especially for us, um, and it's true. You know, the stories just really come to life and and show you what you can go and do and see. And and as the circulation manager and the and the customer service person, I'm talking to people all day long from different parts of the country. And just this morning, I was talking to a fellow from Florida who called to subscribe, and his his hus- uh, his son and the son's wife currently live in Reno and he was subscribing to the magazine because he wants to know what to do and see here in Nevada when he comes to visit and he said he bought back copies that he all of them that he could find and now he wants to keep with us moving forward so that he has a plan when he comes here. So, give me a call at 855-729-7117 to get a complimentary copy of Nevada magazine. You can come on down to Nevada um, the Nevada Matters, America Matters radio studio in Reno Town Mall to get a free copy, or um, you know, get your hands on it. Get a subscription so that you can keep up with what's going on. If you were with us before the commercial break, you know we're talking to the Nevada Arts Council, a couple of key players over there. We've got uh, Mary Works Covington, who is in charge of community arts development, and we were we were talking about the art. Arts Town meetings that are coming up pretty soon. So, Mary, can you tell people where they can find the schedule of the meetings again?
3: Yeah, our meeting schedule is on our website and it's uh, on the front page. There's a link to the entire schedule so you can see where to go and what the times are. And you probably noticed that there's different times in different communities. And one of the reasons for that is because I really rely on my local co sponsors to tell me what is the best time for their community to gather the most people so that we can have the best input. And this, these meetings are really, it's a part of our strategic planning process, but it's also a great opportunity for all these communities. And it's really a collaborative, you know, we're in partnership with all of our co-sponsors and the people in these communities, because they're the ones who really pull the people together and get them to the meeting and, and let them know about it and how important it is to have their voice heard. And... Um, and so each each of the times is different the communities are different the sponsors are are different but basically what we do is we come in and and there's a little uh, there's usually refreshments are provided we do a little registration and networking and then we um, we have a welcome by our executive director Susan Boscoff and our board member who's usually have a board member come to each of these meetings as well as a couple members of our staff and then we have a group conversation, and we talk about um, really four questions. What is your vision of a culturally rich community? And what are your community's cultural assets and challenges, you know, like we talked about before? What's working, what's not working? And then we break out into groups, and we go through what actions are needed to achieve your vision of a culturally rich community. And then we also talk about how can the Nevada Arts Council assist you? And then we reconvene. We take all of those notes and we reconvene and we talk about that. And then we come up with sort of some personal action strategies. What can people do to, to help achieve this vision? What are, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna take away from this meeting? You know, and then it, it varies from person to person what, what they're gonna do to make that happen. And um, we bring a lot of information with us at different handouts from all of our different programs so they can kind of see what we have and and then we have the opportunity to take the survey as well to get additional feedback from all the people. So it sounds
1: like it's pretty thorough. You you first ask what they have and then what they're needing and then you work uh walk your way through how you can make that happen and um kind of not assign but give, you know, give people ideas and and action steps to take so that they can they can do it on their own. What type of follow-up do you do with the people and and how do you how do you I guess um Kind of compose all of that information and give it back to them?
3: Well, we have, uh, we facilitate the meeting. So all during this, um, myself and other staff members are taking notes. We take, I take all these notes back to the office. I type them, we type them all up, and then we give them back to the co sponsors in the community and we give them back to the community. And one of the things that they can do with all of those notes is they can use it in their own grant writing process in their own strategic planning sometimes just as a their own mini cultural blueprint and it's a great resource for those communities as well so that's part of part of the follow through is to give those notes back to them and then I follow through throughout the year uh, sometimes what might come out of some of these meetings is um, an, a need, a need for a more a local arts council. So in my department, that's what I would do is try and help them get that going, get that built. You know, work work with them to identify the leaders in their community who want to be a part of that and who have, you know, the the energy and the time to devote to something like that. So um, and and sometimes it's a project that that comes together. Different people come together and they decide, wow, it would be really great if we worked on this all together for our community so it's an opportunity for for everybody to to kind of work together to achieve a vision but that's one of the ways that we give that information back and the other way is that it becomes part of our values and vision which is our strategic plan which is a, our, our current values and vision is available online right now so if you want to go online and see what has been our guiding principles for the last several years and then we update that based on the feedback we get at these meet meetings for our next three years.
1: That's great because things definitely change. I mean, if you look at where we are now compared to three years ago, six years ago, nine years ago, it, life is definitely different. We're all carrying around, you know, our, our little... um connection in our, in our back pocket or in our purse. And we, you know, we do things differently now. So I think it's important to be sure and reconnect with everybody and see what they're doing and how they're doing it differently and how they can, how they can become stronger with you. And I like how, uh, at the commercial break, you use the word collaborative effort because it really just sounds like you work together so well with the communities. And I think one thing that is, is important to note is that these communities might not have worked so well together before this so it's important to continually meet with them and and bring them all together and then they see see each other again and they realize that these people that you know they're driving past each day on their way to work are are people that can really help strengthen what they're doing and and that collaborative effort really makes everyone stronger so it it just seems like a win-win for the community for the nevada arts council um I know I was talking to Susan Boscoff yesterday, uh, as you mentioned, she's the executive director of Nevada Arts Council, and she had mentioned to me that when they first started, when you guys first started doing the Arts Town meetings, you, you visited a certain number of communities and got calls from many more saying, we want you to come to our our town. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if, if you get that kind of response. Are there any other um, additional meetings planned at this time, or are you looking forward into into you know anytime soon?
3: Well, it's interesting. Um, I just started in September, so this is my first foray into the strategic planning process, and I'm r- really excited to get out into the communities and talk to people and meet people. and it helps me in my job, and, but personally, but it also helps the agency. But I think that um, in the past, my understanding is it is there were opportunities to go to a lot more communities just because we had more funding and we had more staff and so I we're gonna have to get a little creative I think there's there's several communities I've already heard from in the last few days that would like to have their voice heard so the survey again is a great way um, to get your voice heard but also my phone is always on and we are looking at other communities and other um, ways to get it may it might be through Skype it might be through a teleconference it may be through a focus group but we are really trying to um, hear from a lot of different communities in addition to these, but we don't have any specific ones lined up that I can talk about today. But we do want to hear from different communities and we do want to get that input.
1: I think if anyone has the ability to be creative and and think outside the box, it's Nevada Arts Council. Um, Why don't you give our listeners the the website, your email address, and your phone number again so that they can contact you directly and, and talk to you more about all of this?
3: Okay, the website is nac.nevadaculture.org. My uh, email is mwcovington at And my phone number is 775-687-7109 and uh, we have great staff we would love to hear from you and we love to be able to help achieve our arts mission throughout the state so thank you
1: absolutely and you know what i just thought of we have a couple minutes to fill in and, and i was thinking about um where you are and your are you, the building is in downtown carson city and i wanted to just briefly mention that um i'm not going to say it very eloquently but that that uh exhibit that you have there in your building isn't there can you tell us office exhibition space there we go
2: and office exhibition series we our fellowship grantees uh, are invited in our visual fellowships uh, from every year are invited in to show their work for about a month at a time Uh, and we invite them in to do artist talks and let us know what is going on and how the work is so it's actually a very uh we really like it it's very it's a very cool program because we get to live with the art during work hours for about a month and then uh get to hear from the artists about about it and it usually completely changes our view of what the artwork is
1: absolutely and where would that be if people are interested
2: we are at 716 north carson street suite a we're upstairs above the platinum salon the corner of Carson Washington and Curry so uh, yeah come right out and see us we love to have visitors come in and check out the artwork
1: Yep, and we're open 8 to 5 <coughs> Monday through Friday Great. So that's yet another way that you can get in touch with the Nevada Arts Council. Go and see the amazing stuff that they've got on display there in their office space. Talk with them directly. Start working with them. They really are a resource for you in Nevada. Anyone who's interested in arts, if you, if you haven't been in arts yet, if you want to become more artistically inclined, if you want to start playing around in arts, if you want to make art your life, Go to Nevada Arts Council. Once again, folks, that's NAC.nevada. Oh, sorry. Culture. <laughs> NAC.nevadaculture.org. Org. Okay, there we go. That's straight from <laughs> the ladies from the Nevada Arts Council. So there we have it. Thank you so much. For those of you listening on 99 1 FM, Fox News Radio, that wraps up this half hour of Nevada Magazine radio show for today, and we will see you again next week. For those of you listening on other stations in this great nation of ours, we will be right back after these words from our sponsor. Since 1936, the Silver State's been seen,
0: through the lenses and senses of Nevada Magazine. Six times a year in Nevada Magazine.
7: Revolution at 101.3 Renegade Radio. Renegade. Radio. Now playing in radios everywhere. Hey Baby Boomers, are you feeling stuck regarding your adult kids? Maybe you have a 20-something who's living at home and not contributing to the household. Or you're getting hit up for money again and again, and it's never being repaid. You love your child and you want to help, but you don't want to enable him. What do you do? Psychotherapist Linda Herman brings answers to thousands with her new book, Parents to the End, How Baby Boomers Can Parent for Peace of Mind, Foster Responsibility in Their Adult Children, and Keep Their Hard-Earned Money, featured on radio, TV, PBS, Forbes, and the Wall Street Journal, Parents to the End is striking a chord internationally. Miss Herman's book provides a practical and compassionate roadmap for boomers who expect to be carefree at this point in their lives but are experiencing a different reality. Psychologist Dr. Thomas Phelan says the advice here is priceless. Order now at parentstotheend.com and get a signed hardback copy, plus a free poster of the Bill of Rights for Parents of Adult Children. Again, that's parentstotheend.com.
6: Hi, this is Marie the director of Sweet Dreams Academy. As a master's prepared teacher, I'm here to announce that we're accepting applications now for the next session of our pre-kindergarten program. Our professionally designed curriculum for four and five-year-olds incorporates the latest Nevada state standards and includes beginning reading, writing, math, and social skills, all taught through practical application, and structured activities in a fun environment. Let us help build the foundation for your child's success in school. Choose the time that best suits your schedule with our two-and-a-half-hour classes beginning at either 9 a.m. or 1 p.m. Monday through Friday. Sweet Dreams Academy and 24-7 Child Care offers a wide variety of services to our parents. We're a family-run local business with a well-trained and caring staff located in the Franktown Corners Shopping Center at 2285 Kitsky Lane. For more information, go to SweetDreams24-7.com or call 622-0083 and ask for me Marie that's 622-0083 enroll early classes are limited to 10 children per class come check out one of the Truckee Meadows best kept secrets the Reno Town Mall Located across the street from the Atlantis Casino Resort. The Reno Town Mall is just steps from the Reno Sparks Convention Center and is home to a variety of merchants, including a full service grocery store, food source.
2: Other tenants at the Reno Town Mall include the Washoe County Library,
6: Burlington Coat Factory, Marcel's Bridal, a proper fit footwear, and Access to Healthcare Network. This unique urban mall will fit in perfectly with your busy lifestyle. Stop at the Aroma Club Cafe
2: for your morning coffee or perhaps a quick business lunch at Round Table Pizza.
6: The Reno Town Mall is also home to the Reno Sparks Convention and Visitors Authority, Northern Nevada Job Connect, the Great Works of China Import Store, and America Matters Media. Come join the audience as we
2: record live radio shows. Stop by the Reno Tell Mall today for the best Reno has to offer.
0: Neon caverns and canyons of light and singers and dancers in flight. Cowpokes turn poets from all they've seen.
1: talking about the Nevada Arts Council. And let me tell you, I I went on that website and this was just the the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more to see on the Nevada Arts Council website. So be sure and visit that. Um, Check out the meetings that are going on and um, the grants and how, how the Nevada Arts Council can help you and join them in their collaborative effort to strengthen the arts in Nevada. Uh, if you are or are not a reader of Nevada Magazine, we want to know why you love Nevada. We um, are currently celebrating Nevada's sesquicentennial, which is the 150th anniversary. There will um, there will be celebrations throughout the year, and actually, um, my next guest is is here to talk about that. But before we get there, I, I want you to um, either email editor at Magazine dot com or mail in your your. Um, Reasons why you love Nevada to 401 North Carson Street in Carson City, Nevada 89701. We want to hear from all of you and and know we want to we want to know why you love Nevada. Uh, photos definitely help the cause, and all of this is for consideration in our November December 2014 issue, which will be out of course um, uh, on Nevada Day, which will be the grand celebration. So be sure to let us know why you love Nevada. And uh, without further ado, we're going to get right into the next guest. We have some exciting stuff to talk about in conjunction with the sesquicentennial. There are a lot of events going on to celebrate 150 years. And I have with me Donna Curtis. Donna is the president of the Carson City Democratic Women's Club here to talk to us about an event that they have coming up. Donna, welcome and thank you so much for being on.
8: Thank you very much for asking me.
1: Can you tell us a little bit about yourself um, before we get started to talking about the history, T?
8: Certainly. Um, I've been here, I'm much a short-timer. I've only been here 10 years, and I realize that that's not very long for when people are talking about Nevada. But uh been here long enough to know that I really appreciate it. I've had an opportunity to live in several other places. And um, one of the things I like about Nevada is its sense of humor. Um, was We're going to be putting on a history event, and as we go through this, we find some really pretty interesting, weird or funny uh, things that have happened in the state of Nevada. And if you appreciate that uh, kind of thing, then you've got to love Nevada. Um, the other thing I like about it is just the way it looks. It's, it's beautiful. Um, you would think, oh, high desert. Well, what's that? But the colors on the hills and this kind of thing when you're out walking. It's just, I haven't seen it anyplace else. It's it's really something.
1: I agree. And that snow that we got recently, oh my gosh, it just makes it so surreal and beautiful, and it makes me appreciate living here. So I know you understand that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you are a part of the Carson City Democratic Women's Club. Is that correct?
8: Yes, I'm the president, actually.
1: Great. And can you tell us a little bit about the, the club?
8: Certainly. Um, we are located in Carson City and um when i first moved here it took me a while to find the democrats <laughs> but um since i've been here we've become more and more active and we've been much more of a presence in carson city and our main objective the carson city we started in the 60s is to support the democratic party and we have a democratic central committee every county has one of those and uh, so we we do activities that you know keep them going and uh of course we do activities to keep us going but mainly i think because of the nature of the women that are in the club right now most of us are interested in in helping out in the community so as individuals or as a club uh we may um get involved in food drives or helping fish or you know some of the other organizations in town that uh, just need bodies to do things or um, you know, we don't chip in a whole lot of money, but we chip in what we can.
1: And how do you get that money?
8: Well, we uh, try to have fundraisers. Um, usually every year we have some kind of a summer event, uh, which is a barbecue, a family barbecue, or a candidate's um and uh, with the candidates, in some cases, we may have uh, from both parties, depending on if it's like a, a nonpartisan race, like for supervisor. We don't care what their party is. We we are very inclusive, and uh, so we will invite anybody. And then um, in the spring, we usually have what we call a fashion show. And for several years, we've um, had a fashion show. It's, it's been held at the governor's mansion at the annex of the governor's mansion. And, uh, it, of course, the fashions come from some local uh, store. Uh, we've had pennies, and we've had kohl's, and um, one year we had uh, from the thrift shops, and I think that was our most successful year because people were amazed when they went into some of the thrift shops in town, uh, the clothes that they could find and, and the condition that they were in, and we had a great time.
1: And I like, too, that a lot of the, um, the thrift shops in Carson City are organizations that help the community, like FISH. You were saying friends in service helping. And, and so that's um, always great to support the community. Uh, I like that you're talking about that because it leads right into the, the History Tea, which is, uh, I think, your next event going on. Is that correct?
8: That's right, yeah. Um, if you want, I'll just uh, kind of tell you, uh, you know, kind of an outline of what it is. Um, it's going to be on March 15th at the Governor's Mansion, which is um, on Mountain Street, 602 Mountain Street, and in the annex. The Governor's Mansion has an annex where they have events. And uh, so we have, um, what they have is big round tables, and we're going to have 10 people to a table. And um, each table is going to be an era, except for some of them will not be. Uh, some of the tables, you can just come and sit down and enjoy the event.
1: Donna, when you say that you have 10 people per table, are these the participants, the people who are coming to the tea? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
8: And um, so what we've, what we've organized it for this, it's the 150 years, um, sesquicentennial, and as a matter of fact, we have been certified by the state uh commission as a certified event.
1: Yeah, one so of the if you go on
8: their website, you can see our flyer. Yeah,
1: one of the Nevada One Hundred and Fifty Signature Events, and you can go to Nevada One Hundred and Fifty um, website to check that out. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So this History tee is celebrating one hundred and fifty years of Nevada women.
8: Mainly, yes, we're 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 going to be talking about all kinds of history, but we're focusing on women because uh, some of them are just darned interesting. Um, so it starts in eighteen sixty four which is when Nevada became a state. And uh, what we did is between 1864 and now is we divided up into six different, what we call eras, and there's going to be two tables for each era. So we ask people when they call or, um, you know, want to reserve a seat to tell us which era they want to be in. And uh, if you like, I'll tell you what those eras are. Sure thing. Okay. Okay. Well, the first one is 1864 to 1900, and um, you asked me to maybe think of an event. We haven't, by any means, collected all the uh, information yet for each one of these eras. It's amazing. Um, There's so much. And uh, we were working with historians, and they're helping us, which is really a great thing. But one of the things that one of them told us was that the first legislature, after that convened after the state was um, put together uh, immediately adjourned because there was somebody came in and said, "There's gold in them are hills." So, <laughs> you know, they started in. But what's more important, <laughs> legislature or gold?
1: In Nevada, we know which one. Particularly in those days. Yeah, absolutely. It's what really drove the state. Um, you know, Donna, I'm really excited that we're talking about this right now because actually, in the March-April issue of Nevada Magazine, we've got a huge Women's History Month um, story covering Nevada in, or excuse me, covering women in Nevada, and it's such a great time because, as you know, March is Women's History Month, and and the theme in 2014 is celebrating women of character, courage, and commitment. So in our March, April issue of Nevada magazine, we have 12 pages dedicated to the story of several influential women from different eras of Nevada's history. Couldn't be a more perfect fit for our issue and your event. It's, it's going to be so exciting and I can't wait for you to see this story and, and use it with your event. And I was actually talking to the guys today about being at your event and, and bringing the magazines and how we can just continue to grow and celebrate Nevada's women. And, um, in fact, one of the very first things I read in the story is, is about 1864, Hannah Clapp establishing mm-hmm. the, the the Sierra Seminary School in Nevada, which was a huge success. So that's a perfect person to dress up as in the eras. And, and isn't that what you're asking people to do, is dress up in period costumes? Yes. Um,
8: it w- depending on the era that you choose, we ask if you like, um, if you, you know, and the better the costume, the more uh, chance you have of getting a, a special prize, because we're going to vote on the best one. And also, we're asking, uh, if you like, you can bring uh, kind of a show-and-tell item, <laughs> an artifact from that era. Uh, maybe it's your grandmother's embroidery or, you know, a little red wagon. If it's something that's large, we'll put it in the room somewhere where everybody can see it. Otherwise, um, each table is going to be organized. Uh, when you come, if you can come, the, the time of the event is from noon to 3. Doors open at 11. And the sooner that you get there, the sooner you can sit at your table and enjoy some tea and crumpets, or we will have other beverages too. And uh, you can um, bring your item and let there's, each table has a chair.
1: Uh, Great. I'm going to stop you there because we're about Mm -hmm. to go to commercial. But again, folks, the History Tea, Saturday, March 15th. It's at the Governor's Mansion, which is 606 Mountain Street in Carson City. We'll be back to talk more after these messages.
7: We came to start a revolution. Your life as
0: it has
1: been is
4: over. 101.3. Renegade Radio. This is Eddie Floyd, host of AM News, part of America Matters Media, family of talk shows heard nationwide now. I want to thank uh, Jan Hermson. She's the owner of LaRue Press here in northern Nevada. Had enough faith in me that she actually published my very first book. It's called Final Breath. It's a love story. A love story takes place on the Winema Ranch. Why do I tell you that? Because all the proceeds of this little gift book are going to our American heritage, the wild horses and mustangs at the Wild Horse Sanctuary there at Winema Ranch. Want to check them out? Go to WynemaRanch.com. Write it down. It's W-I-N-E-M-A Ranch. Dot com Nemaranch.com, check it out. Or if you would like additional information about the book or the ranch, give me a call, 775-384-4444.
7: There's a great new workshop in town provided by Reno local and best-selling author Anthony Biaggi through the Washoe County Libraries. The Help with Houses series is a consumer outreach program geared towards teaching individuals financial education and helping them with homeownership. This series is completely free and will teach you how banks think and talk, how to avoid foreclosure, steps for finance and refinance, steps to modify your payments, how to sell your house for top dollar, home buying programs and incentives. The HWH series mission statement is to provide the financial education that homeowners need to make educated decisions and Secure their financial foundation and well being. Please attend at the following locations and dates Thursday, January 30th, 6 30 p.m., Incline Village Library. Tuesday, February 4th, 11 30 a.m., Sparks Library. Wednesday, March 26th, 6 p.m., South Valley's Library. Friday, March 28th, 11 a.m., North Valley's Library. Sunday, March 30th, 2 p.m., Spanish Springs Library. The first 20 attendees will receive an autographed copy of Anthony's book, The Homeowner Blueprint. For info, go to hwhseries.com or call 775 393 9478.
5: Need to move a busload of people and do it safely, timely, and reliably? Call Reno Tahoe Limo. Want to take the girls on a day trip to the wine country? Call Reno Tahoe Limo. Got relatives coming in and you need to get them from the airport to Lake Tahoe? Call Reno Tahoe Limo. Planning a big event all at once? Call Reno Tahoe Limo. Reno Tahoe Limo is your one-stop, full-service transportation company offering a large fleet of luxury vehicles, including town cars, vans, SUVs, limousines, minibuses, and limo buses from Melco to Frisco and Reno to Vegas. If you've got a large group of people to move from one to several hundred, then call Reno Reno Tahoe Limo to get the job done promptly, efficiently, comfortably, and most importantly, safely. Our drivers are courteous, clean, knowledgeable, and above all, safe. We specialize in ski trips, airport transfers, conventions, special occasions, and any time you need quality transportation for you or your guests. Visit our website at renotaholimo.com or call us for a quote at 348-0868. That's 348-0868. Reno Tahoe Limo, your one-stop, full-service transportation company.
0: Except for a casino... Little has changed A weathered log cabin Still home on the range The best of the wild west Bold and serene I'll come the life
1: We're back, and we're talking about the the History Tea that will be held Saturday, March 15th from 12 to 2 at the Governor's Mansion, 606 Mountain Street in Carson City. And this year, we are celebrating 150 years of Nevada women. As we mentioned earlier, this is a Nevada 150 signature event and uh, it will be broken out into eras, uh, and you, can, you are encouraged to dress up in period costumes. There will be prizes, which is very exciting. I know that Nevada Magazine is, is donating one of our fabulous historical Nevada books and some calendars. So we are back. We're talking with Donna Curtis. And Donna, can you tell us, what again, what is the tea? Is it, is it a gathering, or will there be entertainment? Kind of give us an idea of how it's going to run.
8: Okay, well, um, first of all, I just wanted to say that um, when we've had these uh, events in the past, especially uh, the fashion shows, and and this, too, it's a nonpartisan event. Uh, We've had people from both sides of the aisle, so to speak, that really come every year and really enjoy it. And um, the idea is just for everybody to have a good time, and they always do. So what we're doing is uh, each table then um, of an era will make a presentation uh, one lady for example for the 1930s era is um making hats for all the people that she's inviting to her table and uh, i don't know if they're going to put on a skit or what but we're, we're kind of leaving it up to them we're giving each table about 10 minutes to do whatever they like and um i did want to mention uh especially the 1950s, we have um, Gertrude Gottschalk, who was the founder of the Carson City Democratic Women's Club. She's going to be celebrating her 98th birthday wow. um, this week.
1: Terrific. And
8: so uh, she's going to come and she's going to talk a little bit about politics in the 60s. Um, she was quite active back in Washington, D.C., et cetera. So um, there's going to be some of that. And um We're not going to have entertainment per se. Like I say, it just depends on what, you know, each table comes up with. And like I say, this is a work in progress. Um, We do have the mayor who's going to be giving kind of a a summary of Carson City because he's born and raised uh, here. And he's going to talk about today basically some of the issues in Carson City. And also the sheriff is invited to do the same. And because he's also born and raised in Carson City. And uh, so they both, uh, sometimes they kind of get into a rip RTE back and forth, and that should be quite amusing.
1: It sounds like the whole thing is going to have smiles on everybody's faces because to, yeah. to gather people and give them 10 minutes to present, and that always ends up being a fun time.
8: Mm-hmm. And, and, and we expect a lot of back and forth, um, you know, too, if, if somebody's, you know, they have a couple of things to say, and then somebody else in the room may have something they, they know about that happened in Nevada, or, you know, I think somebody said their grandmother used to play piano for the movie theater.
1: Oh, that's neat.
8: You know, and they had silent movies. They, they actually had somebody playing the music.
1: You know, one thing we haven't talked about, Donna, is how can people find more information about the history, Tea? How can they connect with you?
8: Okay, um, there are several ways. Um, first of all, if you call our headquarters at 841 3367 and leave a message, we, we don't have somebody covering the phones all the time, but particularly on Tuesday and Friday, there's somebody there. And you can call and they can either tell you about the event or take your reservation. And uh, we hope that you'll take, you know, say you want to not only um, have a reservation, but if you pay, in advance, you get a couple of extra raffle tickets. Oh, great. And um, the, the price is $25 for entry, or if you want an uh, alcoholic drink, it's 33 uh, The reason why we have to do it that way is because that's the way the governor's mansion wants it, <laughs> so we can't sell the drink separately. But uh, just to let you know, there's more than tea that's okay. going to be
1: there. Okay, some Baileys and coffee. And another
8: way would be to email myself uh, we're still working on getting our website up, et cetera. It's just a work in progress. So I'll give you my email address. It's Donna, D-O-N-N-A, J, as in J Walk Curtis, C-U-R-T-I-S, at S-B-C, Global.net.
1: Okay. So, again, that phone number is 775-841-3367. You may have to leave a message, but... Uh, don't worry, you will get somebody who will give you a call back or email Donna directly at Curtis at sbcglobal.net. Or if you ever have any questions about any of the Nevada Magazine radio shows, you can always contact me. My email address is really easy it's just carrie, C A R R I E, at Nevada You can always um, give me a call at 855 729 7117. And, again, uh, all our radio shows are archived on our website. So, Donna, I wanted to ask, is there a max occupancy to this event, and how, how close are you? Do people need to get call in right away?
8: Um, yes, we, we especially if you want to get a particular era. Uh, we, you know, we didn't finish naming all the eras, but if, you, if there's one that interests you in particular, probably the best thing to do is uh, I can send you a flyer. Okay. Or you can stop by our headquarters at 502 East John Street and get a flyer, and the idea is, um, you know, you might want, if there's one in particular, you might want to make sure you reserve that. Um, We've had several reservations so far, but, you know, I I have a feeling the way things usually work with us that, you know, it'll be more towards the beginning of March Mm -hmm. when there's more people that are actually saying, okay, i got to sit down and get this taken care of. So uh, it holds 160. Okay, and the era tables uh, we're going to have 12 of them so that's a, there's 10 people at each table so that holds 120
1: and you had i think you had mentioned somewhere in our discussion that there will be a couple of other tables so that if you're not in costume and you don't want to participate in that way you can just come in, in your your casuals is that correct that's right or or if you want to dress up that's always great if you're going to go to a tea i think you should dress in tea attire yes Okay, uh, well, we did mention the, the first era, 1864 to 1900s. Do you want to give us a, a, an idea of what the others will be?
8: Okay, the next one is 1901 to 1939, and then um, 1940 to 1959. And um, we have a lady there, uh, she's the chair, and uh, she's going to be dressing as Rosie the Riveter. Oh, cool. So like um, we're looking forward to seeing that. She's quite a character herself, and uh, so uh, anyway, uh, and she's old enough to remember Rosie, <laughs> and then, uh, so that's 1940 to 1959, then the next one is 1960 to 1979, and that's the one where our Gertrude is going to be talking, and then uh, 1980 to 1999, um, that's just kind of, you know, all sorts of exciting things were going on. And that's when Nevada had its biggest growth. Um, in fact, I just read where in 1990, uh, the U.S. census said Nevada was the fastest-growing state in the country. And then uh, the last one is 2,000 to the present. And we have an 11-year-old, um, kind of our mascot, who is going to be helping us with that one. So we're encouraging, even if you have young ones, no, they can come
1: great nothing like immersing them in it to really get them interested in the history and I think that when when you hit the 60s and and all all the way up into present it's pretty easy to kind of think of iconic women in those eras but uh, I was checking that women's history story in Nevada magazine this morning and I have a couple of really cool tidbits of information for example 1933 is when home means Nevada became the official state song of Nevada and that uh, so that would be a great you know great woman uh-huh. to model yourself after and then in nineteen forty four florence jones murphy became the first uh... woman in nevada to obtain a commercial pilot's license which seems r- like a really early start for that so that's really exciting you can find those types of of uh... bits of information in this story coming out in our march april issue uh... featuring this women's history story and in addition to uh, a lot of amazing women it also covers a recent first Lady's first event that happened in las vegas and um, recognizes some of the the amazing and strong women of rural Nevada. So be sure to get that March-April issue of the magazine. And we'll, I'm going to be sure and and hand that story off to you as soon as I can, Donna, so that you can you know um, absorb Certainly, all of that it'll, information. It'll,
8: it'll be very helpful. I have another meeting coming up with some of the historians, and you know they have been feeding us information too. So we're. What I'd like to do, I wish I had the time, uh, our library has an amazing collection of uh, Nevada literature and several books written by women, and I think the ones that would be the most interesting to me, at least, would be the, the pioneers, you know, the the women that came out in the 1860s, 18, 19, early 1900s, and uh, there was a story of one who, her husband was a Mormon, and she got pretty upset because he kept bringing wives home. <laughs> So, I mean, it's, like I say, I mean, it, it, it's just interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's it's great to see that, that view of how things were then. So that sounds like definitely a great thing to take advantage of all of that literature. Is there anything else you want to tell us about the history, T, Donna, before we go?
8: Um, just, uh, you know, hopefully we'll see you there. We're looking forward to doing it. It, I think it's going to be a lot of
1: fun. Hopefully we'll see you there, and hopefully you'll be dressed in period costume. Once again, if you'd like information on the History Tee, it's Saturday, March 15th, from 12 to 3. Uh, I think doors open at 11, is that correct? Yes. Okay. At the Governor's Mansion in Carson City, which is 606 Mountain Street, very easy to find. And uh, if you would like information, leave a message at 775-775. 841-3367, 841 that's the headquarters, or you can email Donna at Curtis at sbcglobal.net. Donna, thank you so much for being here. I look forward to seeing you at the tea.
8: Thank you very much. I look forward to it, too.
1: Thank you. And listeners out there, I've got a couple of other events coming up that uh, celebrate women's history. Uh, the History Tea, of course, March 15th, and then Women in History, the 100th anniversary of women's suffrage. That's March 22nd at the Carson Valley Museum and Cultural Center. You can find out more information at historicnevada.net. Mesquite Club's Nevada Sesquicentennial Celebration will be at the Mesquite Club on April 6th. Go to mesquiteclub.com for more information. And then we've got the Helen Stewart birthday tea at the old Las Vegas Mormon Fort on April 12th. Go to friends. Friends of the fort.org for more information. Thank you so much for listening. We always appreciate it, and we'll see you here next Friday from 10 to 11 at Nevada Magazine, the radio show. Since 1936,
0: the Silver State's been seen through the lenses and senses of Nevada Magazine. Six times a year in Nevada Magazine.